This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who's on the line? Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless you and have a great day and everyone else on the call. Thank you so much, Sister Lisa. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Good Happy morning. Wednesday. It's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. You are so right. God has got our back our back all the time. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Emma. Could you repeat your name one more time, please? Emma. Good morning, Emma. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Same to you, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Is this your first time calling, Emma? No, ma'am. Okay. All right. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Happy Wednesday to you, too. Have a blessed day. Thank you. You, too. Thank you. Good morning, Miss Mary. I think I heard someone say good morning, but I couldn't hear their name. Mary. Good morning. Mary. Happy Wednesday. Baron? Mary. 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 Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Good morning, Mary. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you for calling to Claire Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Sanai J. Good morning, Sanai J. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Morning, valuables, Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, hon. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Hello. Good morning. Hey, valuable. This is Moxie. Hello. I'm Declare Victory Family. Love you guys. Happy Wednesday. Love you too, Moxie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And so, can we also um, keep lifting my um, son, Brandon, up? Just keep them lifted up, Brandon. And we just, um, to be more specific, just continue to pray for his um, mind, for his mind. He's going through a lot of mental um, distress, so we just pray for his mind. Okay, thank you for letting us know. We certainly will. Good morning. Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Thank you. Good good morning. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, darling. Thank you. Hey, baby. 
Good morning. Good morning, Dynamite. Happy hey. Wednesday. I, I'm lifting um, Brandon up as well, Mona. Just the the whole mental for all these young people. Just continue to to bless them and ask the Lord to speak to their minds directly. And then y'all got to tell y'all, get to meet baby Alexis yesterday. I see y'all know y'all see the post, but thank y'all. It's so good that we have something to rejoice about. The girl is almost six pounds and greedy. So thank you, family, for praying <laughs> her through. Amen. We're so happy. She looks beautiful. Love seeing you hold her in that picture. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Swanita. Good morning, Swanita. Happy Wednesday. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, and sunshine. Good morning, sunshine. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place your phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valazita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us during the month of February where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Obedience. All the declarations will focus on the importance of being radically obedient to the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that Declare Victory Fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through your cash app at dollar sign, I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have one spoken prayer request, and that's from Mona. She is asking for continued prayers for her son, Brandon. So let's keep him lifted up. We're going to be praying for his mind. And then Dee Dee posted a beautiful picture holding baby Alexis. So we just thank the Lord for his healing power and um, just his protection and love over um, baby Alexis. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Sabrina. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. 
Prayer and Corporate Praise will be brought by Sabrina, declaration by Dion, and then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in John chapter 15, verse 9. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Sabrina. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning, God, grateful for your mercy and your grace, grateful for all that you've done. God, grateful for seeing us safely through the night. God, we come to you with a heart full of gratitude, God, just for your goodness and your mercy. Father, before we ask you for anything, we want to acknowledge just how amazing you've been. Father, we're grateful that you know our prayer requests before we even speak them. Father, we thank you that you're all-seeing, all-knowing, all-wise, omnipotent, omnipresent. You are all-sufficient. Hallelujah. We rest in the fact that you are all sufficient, meaning that you are sufficient to meet all of our needs, both spoken and unspoken, both known and unknown, both revealed and those unrevealed. You are God from everlasting to everlasting. Before we got here, you were God. When we leave here, you will still be God. You change not. That's why we recognize that you are the Alpha and the Omega. You were the beginning, and my God, you're the end. So, God, we just thank you for doing what you do best, and that's being God. Every time you show up in our lives and on our behalf, you're God. When you answer prayer requests that feel like there is no solution to, you show up and you do God. You are the best at being God. You're the best that ever did it. You're the only true and living God, and we worship you. We worship you today in your majesty. We worship you simply for who you are, God. And we thank you for an opportunity to stand and to worship you, God, not with our lips, but God, with our obedience. God, we thank you that we recognize that radical obedience is the key, not only to our success, but into our beloved relationship with you, God. We thank you that we are learning your love language, which is obedience. And God, we thank you for a desire to be able to speak it fluently. Hallelujah. To sit at your feet and to learn the language of love, God, and that is obedience. So, Father, we bless your name today for how you watched over us last night as we slumber and we slept. We thank you for the angels that continue to encamp round about us, keeping us from hurt, from harm, and from danger, seen and unseen. Father, we oftentimes thank you for opportunities, but we thank you for near misses. We thank you for closed doors. We thank you for every time that you said no. Hallelujah. We felt rejected and we felt disappointed, not knowing that greater was coming. God, we thank you for the greater that you held back until we were mature enough to handle it. We thank you for the greater that you held back, God, until we were wise enough to care for it. Father, we just thank you. Hallelujah, that you see down the road. You see around the corner. We thank you because you know our 
ending. You know our future. And so we thank you for how you guide us and how you lead us, God. Even when it's sometimes against our own will, we thank you for every time we wanted to surrender our will in exchange for yours. And we actually did it in a moment, but then we took it back. We thank you that you never leave us. You never forsake us. Even when we wander away from you, God, we can find you at the exact same spot. Hallelujah. We thank you that we don't need a compass to find you. We don't need a map to find you. We can turn and bump right into you because you're God. We thank you, God, for food and for shelter, for raiment. We thank you for provision and protection. God, we bless your name on today. We lift up those that are standing in the need of prayer. Father, we lift up of the heart of a mother who's praying for her son and his mind, God. So we pray for Brandon on this morning. But God, we don't just pray for Brandon. We use him to stand in proximity for every child, for every teen, for every young adult who is dealing with issues of the mind. Father, we stand on your word today and we call you not only a heart fixer, but we recognize that you are a mind regulator. So we lift up Brandon to you, God, and possibly we ask that you would do what only you can do and regulate his mind. In the name of Jesus, your word said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. So as we call his mind into regulation, we call his soul into salvation. We call his soul, his body into repentance, God, so that his mind can be regulated. Father, we ask that you would send peace that surpasses all understanding, quiet all of the doubt, the voices, the anxiety, and the depression. Father, we lift up those who are battling the spirit of suicide on today, thinking that on the other side is peace, not knowing that peace is right here with you. Father, we Lift up all of the ailing parents, those that are sitting in bereavement because their children have chosen to leave and to leave with more questions than answers. God, do what only you can do in that comfort. God, we would love if not another child lost their life, not another child took their life side, but we know that life and death is in your hands, God, and time of man is in your hands. So, God, we're just going to ask that you would have mercy. God, your word says that if my people, which are called by my name, would under themselves. And so, God, we do that. And we're asking that you would heal the land, not just from war, not just from racism, but, God, from mental health issues and from cancer. Heal the land. God, drive back the hands of abuse in the name of Jesus, God, we lift up those suffering from domestic violence that are in situations where they are being abused and trafficked for their bodies. God, we lift them unto you today and ask that you would do what only you can do and that have mercy. Deliver them by any means necessary. Father, free them by any means necessary because you're the only one that can do it. If you don't do it, it can't be done. So God, we ask you as we stand in obedience and humble ourselves and pray, recognizing that you are the only power that is on this earth sufficient enough to rescue those that are being held captive, to rescue those whose minds are captive. You're the only one that can do it. So we sit at your feet and we beg you to have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have mercy, God. Mental health counselors can't do it alone. You are the chief 
counselor in every therapy session. So, God, I'm asking that you do what only you can do and do your good work, Jesus. Heal from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet, from the inside of their body to the outside. Do your good work, and we promise that we'll give you all the praise. We'll give you all the glory. We'll tell everybody, our bosses and our supervisors, that nobody could do it but you. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. Father, you continue to give us the capacity to feed those that are hungry, to, to clothe those that are clothesless, God, to give blankets and to give socks. But God, this year in 2022, we're asking you to give us the ability to do the miracle, the ability to do the thing that blows people's minds and say, they must be working for God. Only God can do that. We thank you for that next level of ministry, that next level of intervention. While others are praying for next level blessings, we pray for next level ministry and intervention. We pray for that next level to be the Jesus that somebody may see you and glorify you for our works. Father, we thank you for humility, radical humility on today so that whatever happens, however you use us, God, we won't take any glory for ourselves. Father, we lift up those that are in hospitals, those that are still battling cancer, those that are battling COVID. God, we ask that you would do what only you can do and that's have mercy. We lift of Chris Jackson. We lift the damn meals to you in the name of Jesus. And God, even while we are in our collective prayer, as we speak names of those that need you, God, even all across social media, everyone that ever types, you know, lift this person up. Father, we lift them up to you. You are the God of every nation. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Hallelujah. We pray for peace over in Russia. Hallelujah, because what happens there affects us here. So, God, we pray for your people. God, we know that you have other sheep that are not of this fold. So we pray for your people everywhere in the name of Jesus. And we stand in solidarity with them as they beg you to have mercy. Father, on this morning, we lift up this government to you, recognizing that you are in control. You are the supreme ruler. Nothing happens without your consent. Not a legislation, not a bill. So we thank you that you are in control. And anything that is under your control is never out of control. We don't care how it looks on this morning. Looks are deceiving. We thank you, God, for being the ancient of days we worship you today father we lift up every pastor every church that is open and operating in your name father we thank you for their tenacity we thank you for how you're enlarging territories as they build kingdom father we thank you that you will give them continue the strength and the and the dedication god the witty ideas and the inventions to bring others to Christ. Father, we ask that you would rejuvenate ministries that are dying, that are lifeless, God, that you would speak life back into them. Father, we bless your name on today. Hallelujah, because Christianity and the church will never die. This kingdom that you've established on earth will never end until you say it's time for it. So God, we thank you for your kingdom from everlasting to everlasting we thank you that your will is being done right now on earth as it already is in heaven so father as we get ready to come off of me so that we can pray collectively we thank you in advance for answering our prayers we thank you in advance for hearing the prayer requests that are written and etched on our hearts that haven't even been spoken 
We thank you for how you continue to bless Josiah. We thank you for how you continue to allow his life to be a beacon, that miracles, signs, and wonders still happen for them that believe. So as we take our phones off of mute, we do so with great joy. We do so with enthusiasm to another opportunity to bless your name on this morning. We do so with another
We thank you in advance for the anointing that is on her life. And we ask that just as you prepared her, that you will prepare the hearts of the listener, that you will prepare our ears and our hearts and our minds to receive the word from you. We need a word on this morning, Father. And so we ask that you will speak Holy Spirit with clarity and with precision as we make sure that our phones are mute. We give you permission to search, hallelujah, the depths of our heart and to do surgery, hallelujah, to cut out any and every impurity, anything that will separate us from the love of Jesus. We give you permission to cut it out. In the name of Jesus, we ask that you would bless her and her entire household. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you for this time of praise and worship. Father, we bless your name on today. As all phones are on you, Dion, the call is in your name. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your high name, to your majestic name, to your all-powerful name. Glory to the name of the great God, the most high God, who is great and greatly to be praised. Good morning, God morning, great morning, and happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. Today is our uh, first Wait While You Wait Wednesday the second month of the year. Um, this year is already moving quite progressively. And I want to be equipped in it in such a way that nothing is missing, nothing is lacking, nothing is broken. So today is, uh, as always, our set aside fasting day. It's a day that we make active decisions to push back our plates, to push back something that uh, our flesh, it's the way that we keep our flesh under submission. And if you're anything like me, I need it consistently. So I am extending the invitation for each of you to join us today with uh, sacrificing uh, a few hunger pains. I promise it will not kill you, of course. If you are on any type of medication, you move under uh, the orders of your personal physician. I don't want anybody passing out. Uh, you may just want to cut out meat, uh, just have a, a Daniel-type structure. But under whatever circumstances, it is our set fast day. And when you really, really want to walk in and from a place of obedience, this taking the strides to to actually kill this flesh, it helps tremendously. So I definitely want to extend that invitation to each of you to join us today between now and 5 p.m. where we just meet back here for uh, a couple minutes and just give God glory for being a keeper. Amen. Uh, we are talking about obedience. We're talking about what that looks like. And for, for some people, even the idea of the word makes you uncomfortable. But how many of you know that uh, this Christian living, this kingdom living is a great exchange? 
uh, it's a great exchange. Right before I go into um, the details, thank you, Valuable. Thank you, Sabrina. And thank you, each of you who lended your voices to the sound this morning. I heard that it could have gone a whole nother layer. I could feel it. Um, and I believe that there will be times in the immediate future where we may just spend uh, a day without me saying anything, without any of the other declarers saying anything, but just a time of ebbs and flows wherein we spend time in the presence. I think I may do that on a Saturday for those um, that are interested, where we just have a smoking day. I feel uh, the need for that. Um, I, I want to say in advance for all of those that have been kind enough um, to support Declare Victory in the building of quote-unquote Victory City, because that's what the, the main book is about for those that have ordered individual volumes. Thank you for supporting uh, your your peers, your siblings in the faith um, as we uh, go higher and higher in the things that God is calling us to and, and the responsibilities that we have in the earth to push out uh, that which God has given us to do. Thank you. If you have not done so, you can always go to the hub, which is pinned in the victory room, and order your copy today. Um, there is so much to this word. Um, yesterday, I mentioned that we were going to talk a little bit about uh, the trading floors on today. And again, we're doing this for 30 days. And my prayer is that um, something happened, not just in you, but in me, in each and every one of us, that takes our obedience from regular to radical, takes our obedience from kind of, sort of, to all in, that takes our obedience from kind of committed to fully committed. It takes our level of obedience and trusting God from um, from one layer and one level to the next, similar to Psalms 81 that says we go from strength to strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. I, I'm believing God that in these uh, 28 days, I even love uh, the number. I love the number because it is indicative of sevens and um, just a complete work. And if we look at the life of Jesus, uh, he came into the earth with one mission in mind, and that was uh, the work of the finish. He came to finish a thing. Uh, and I believe that even though we are running into the beginning of the year, God is so gracious to us. He's so kind. He's so constant that he wanted to set us up to have a year that is mind-blowing. Um, I, I recognize it because even in, in this year, in 2022, he has given me today is February the 2nd, 2022. I never share two days in a row. I just just caught it uh, just as I am saying it. Um, and, you know, I don't always understand what he's doing today is my niece's uh, seventh birthday. 
Um, and I'm super excited about that. But today is 2-2-22. That's a good number, Jesus. I got it. I got it. On the second day of sharing, I understand. Amen. Um, Jesus came to uh, finish the work on the cross. Everything about who he was from uh, the time his mother interrogated him for being in the synagogue uh, with the teachers uh, to the time that he spent in uh, Gethsemane and uh, in the garden as he said, if it be your will, take this cup from me, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. When we think about uh, his life and uh, the the unction that he had to come complete a work uh, and, and leave us empowered to finish our work, being the perfect pattern, being the radical example of what it meant to be God and man simultaneously. He was the great exchange, dying uh, only to be raised with all power. In three days, I will reconstruct the temple. I'll build the temple again. But he was willing to die because of how radical his obedience was to the Father. We now benefit from the propitiation uh, of our sins being absolved because he had a mind to finish it. Uh, when I think about uh, not just his life, uh, but when I think about uh, his process and how that he recognized at hello, uh, from the time that he was born, uh, I'm sure even as an infant, there was a knowing on the inside of him, knowing and feeling and recognizing that everything about who he was was different as he grew and even as he operated uh, in meager places until it was time for him to be released into atmospheres, everything about him lived humbly and uh, full of uh, obedience to his natural parents while he was sent on assignment from his heavenly father. He still uh, obeyed and respected the process radically. Um, there are so many instances, again, if we look at the pattern and the history of who, what, how, where, and why Jesus is, was, and always will be, we understand that his only obligation to this world that he created, to this earth that he created, uh, was a demonstrative example of what humility looks like for God to be as high and as majestic and as lifted up and as sovereign as he is. He stepped out of divinity into humanity so that uh, we would understand that the great exchange not only was necessary, but that now we have access to supernatural influence, supernatural power, that the heavens are declaring the firmaments of God. Uh, and, and we as believers now have the power to move around based on the finished work of the cross. The great 
exchange, his ability to operate from a place of humanity and humility, although he was a great deity. He was the God of all gods. He was, uh, is, was, and always will be Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end. Every single thing about him is recognized as all that we need. If you are broken, he will exchange your brokenness for wholeness. If you are lost, he will exchange uh, your place and your footing of being lost and alone to a place of security and stability. If you are uh, not sound in your mind, he is a mind regulator. Everything about our relational encounters and interactions with the Father uh, are completely exchange of power. I want, by the time this 26 days now after this, uh, we finish our process of listening to the different uh, uh, angles of what obedience entails and how obedience influences, how obedience has a benefit. There are forget not my benefits. That's what the Word of God says and how that uh, we have active opportunities on a day-to-day -day basis to engage with what the heavens are declaring of our lives. We have access to not transactional but relational uh, uh, aspirations to stand in the truth of who God is, to stand in the truth of uh, what God says about us, to stand in the truth of uh, the momentum that heaven gives when we obey what the word of God says. Uh, today, I, I want to give you just a little bit of insight about what it looks like from a deliverance perspective, because the truth be told, if we'd all be honest with ourselves, there are moments, times, and seasons in our lives where we can honestly probably say, not only was I not obedient, but I wasn't thinking about uh, doing what God said. I don't know about y'all. I'm, I'm going to just talk about me. <laughs> there, there are things that I have done, things that I have participated in, things that I have pondered and walked directly into. Some people would say, uh, I fail. No, I wasn't really a father. I would kind of walk right in, eyes wide open, uh, take a step and have a seat in whatever it was that I chose to do, rebellion, unrepented sin, uh, all those things that keep us in dark places, right? Um, I promise I'll give you a text. We're going to be in Ezekiel, the 38th chapter today. Uh, but, but I want to paint a picture because there are certain things, and uh, yesterday you heard me mention that by the time this is all over, and I'll probably wait until the 28th day so that we can have a finished work. I have to look at uh, what the schedule looks like, but it just might be adjusted so that we can have some moments of uh, renunciation and coming out of agreement with uh, certain things and people and places and soul ties and ideas and ideas identities and uh, tradition and religion, some things that we have walked into willfully, uh, some things that we have walked into unbeknownst to us, some things that our forefathers walked into uh, historically that we are responsible for absolving ourselves of the obligation because we have access to the finished work of the cross and we have 
identity in Christ that now says we, because of grace, because of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, we have access to the great exchange. Right? Um, when you start to understand for real, um, on, on a different level, not from a, a church perspective, not from just a, assembling thyself one with the other, but on a very personal note, and it becomes relational. We think about the word uh, in Psalms 119, 130 that you all hear me say frequently, and I say it because the more light that enters, the more the dark places in our hearts are illuminated. Remember, we're talking about a great exchange as it relates to obedience. And if, if we look uh, at the history of our lives and go through the corridors of our processes, all the, uh, the disappointments, all the frustrations, all the, the sin, all the historical uh, bloodline trajectory that we have not necessarily overcome in certain areas because we don't even know in some cases that it exists. Psalms 119, 130 says, the entrance of his word gives light and adds understanding to it. The more you start to understand what it looks like, what it feels like, how we operate with a kingdom perspective based on the legal systems of heaven, the judicial systems of heaven. We are prelate of sort. We are uh, operating as attorneys and as prosecuting attorneys. And uh, then there's defense attorneys. But there are things that we are responsible for that we have not necessarily tapped into uh, because for most of us, we spent our whole life living on a trading system with the Father uh, from a place of, God, if you do this, I'll do that. Um, this is a season where, uh, that it's, it's not necessarily about transactional, uh, relationship. This is a season where for real, we are walking into a place where we have an obligation to finish some things. Uh, if you discern the times and, uh, the, the things that are going on in the earth, this, this is a season for finishers, which means that obedience is going to be key in how far you go, how fast you get there, and, and more than anything, how well you finish. It is uh, our responsibility to identify uh, what we are called to, what mantles we're responsible for, what our children and our children's children are responsible for from a place of obedience. Without it, you don't know how to pray for your children and your grandchildren. Without it, you don't understand uh, that there are moments and times that God will uh, tap you on your shoulder and say, hey, I need to spend some personal time with you. This is not a transactional season. And right right before we go into uh, Ezekiel, the 38th chapter, I, I just want to give you this. If you go, and anybody that is familiar with Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, you know about uh, the blessings and the curses. We always want to talk about the blessings, but we don't necessarily have a desire to talk about the curses. I won't tap into it too much because we still got 26 days uh, left in this. 
of those 26 days, uh, we got 20 for people to share. So I don't want to step on everybody's toes, but I just want to read this one, and I'm sure you'll hear it again. Deuteronomy 28 and 1. If you fully obey the Lord, your God, and carefully follow his commands that I give you today, the Lord, your God, will set you high above all nations on the earth. Uh, the great exchange. If, uh, then, if, then, if you do this, then he'll do that. If you obey him, then he's obligated to move you from glory to glory. Uh, if you would trust him, then he's obligated to show himself trustworthy. If you would honor him, uh, he's obligated to show himself honorable. If you start to get the basics of uh, the reality of who and how God is, under uh, the reality of him having done a finished work with the cross, what I'm starting to notice, and this is this is just me, is when I think about uh, the things that once upon a time I would walk into and sit down, be like, yeah, no, that's going to cost too much. Everything costs something. Okay. Everything costs something. There, there is nothing that is done that doesn't have a fee. And I'm not, I'm not making God an ogre. I'm talking about the great exchange. Now, the beautiful thing is because we have access to uh, a forgiving, loving God, He gives us room to repent, or to confess, to repent, and to return. To confess to repent, and to return. Um, those are the things that are in this season most important, and those are the things for some of us uh, that have kept you from going into those promised lands, those territories, those uh, grids and spheres where God is calling you to be a beacon of light. There, there are places and areas in your life that you'll have to exchange your history for the destiny that's already written of you in the scrolls, in the books, in the heavens that are waiting for you to, number one, to uh, uh, acknowledge and understand that there's an exchange system in the heavenlies. That when you start to recognize your authority as a son of the Father, when you start to get your footing and your positioning as it relates to uh, your posture and your place, your position and your power as a kingdom believer, there are certain things that God will begin to bring to your attention, but it only happens when you agree to obey him with your life. That comes with fasting and prayer. That comes with uh, reading the word and meditating. That's an exchange of time for what you want to do. That means one less Netflix movie. That means uh, two hours less of scrolling. That means being deliberate and intentional about spending time in worship. That means when everybody leaves, instead of uh, you painting your toenails or you piddling around the house, you actually steady your heart, sit down, quiet your mind, and separate some time to get to a place where you can operate from a place of expected finished work. That's an exchange. 
right? Uh, what does that look like? That looks like, uh, for me, I love it when both of my, my boys go to work at the same time. I turn my speaker on. I find that worship music that I know will take me to ugly cry place. And I begin to spend time just right in his presence. It, it, it sometimes it may happen randomly. Sometimes they're here. Sometimes they're, but when they're not here, I can really, really get it in. Um, and sometimes I have stuff I need to do. But I also know that the stuff that I need to do won't ever be completed the way it needs to be completed without specific instruction, without very intentional um, listening moments. They are necessary to go to, as Valerie would say, greater heights and deeper depths. <laughs> that was my that was my Valerie C. Thompson statement. Um. We're going to go into um, Ezekiel 28, 16 and 18, because when I talk about the trading floors, again, when you've been in, in religion and tradition for a long time, you start hearing things that sound different, and then, you know, the people start saying, you know, she new age. No, 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 no. I'm Bible. That's what I am. I'm by, I'm by, B-I-B-L-E. And I remember my introduction to uh, heaven's courts and trading floors and all these different terminologies. And I think to myself, I've been sitting in church my entire life and nobody told me this was a thing. Nobody told me I have the right, the power, the authority to legislate kingdom vernacular and see the manifestation, not just kind of, sort of, but my life start to change as a result of it, how I respond, I don't react anymore. It's a, a, a different idea, a different identity uh, of who I am. So I need you to understand that it's in the Bible. It's not my opinion. I'm, I'm not making up something uh, to tell you, you need to do this. No, 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 no. This, this, is, this is just the word of God. Um, and you, you do with it what you will. My prayer is because it'll probably make some folks uncomfortable. Uh, my prayer is uh, that every religious construct, every mind-binding spirit, every spirit of delusion and confusion, every uh, spirit of disappointment, church hurt and frustration be capsized by uh, the blood of Jesus and covered under the blood uh, from your generation all the way back to your parents' generation so that not only will this be received, but it will begin to take root in your heart so that you understand uh, that you have some uh, work to do internally so that God can begin to open up the eyes of your understanding and walk you into places of freedom that you've never uh, even knew existed, okay? All right. So I'm going to I'm going to read it first in the message bible. Um and then for the sake of the peace of mind of of people who are traditional and religious, I'll give it to you in the King James version um just for just for your peace of mind. Amen. Amen. Um, and so we're starting at uh, 16. I'll, I'll start at 14 to read down. Therefore, son of man, prophesy. Tell God the message from God, the master, when my people Israel are established securely. Will you make your move? Will you come down out of the far north? 
you and that mob of armies, charging out on your horses like a a tidal wave across the land and invade my people Israel, covering the country like a cloud. When the time's right, I'll unleash you against the land in such a way that the nations will recognize me. Realize that through you, God, in full view of the nations, I am putting my holiness on display. A message of God, the master. Years ago when I spoke through my servants, the prophets of Israel, wasn't it you that I was talking about? Year after year, they prophesied that I would bring you against them. And when the day comes, God, you will attack the land of Israel. Decrees of God, the master. My raging anger will erupt, fueled by blazing jealousy. I tell you that then there is an earthquake that rocks the land of Israel. Fish and birds and wild animals, even the ants and the beetles. And every human being will tremble and snake before me. Mountains will be disintegrated. Terraces will crumble. I'll order out all war against you, God, decrees of God, the master. Uh, I'll, I'll send a diluge with judgment, disease, and massacre. Now, I know this sounds real, real heavy, but what I need you to get is, what he's saying in here is this is these are God's decrees. These are things that he is declaring. There will come a time that this is gonna happen and that's gonna happen. Now let me let me show you that trading floors is literally a, a verbiage in this particular passage. Hold on, let me change. All right. Um th- now this is the King James Version. All right, and it says, And thou shalt come up, come up against my people of Israel, as I, a cloud, to cover the land of it, shall be in the latter days. And I will bring thee against my land, that the heathen may know me, when I shall be sanctified in thee, O God, before their eyes. Thus saith the Lord God, thou art he whom I have spoken in old times, and my servants and my prophets, hold on one second. And here it talks about the stones of fire. It says, oh, wait, and so now let me keep reading down. It says, by the multitude, oh, wait, 16, in the abundance of your trade, you were filled with violence. And you sin, so I cast you as a profane thing from the mountain of God. And in the guardian cherubim drove you out from the midst of the stones of fire. Your heart was proud because of your beauty. You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I exposed you before kings to feast their eyes on you. By the multitude of your iniquities in the in the unrighteousness of your trade, you profaned your sanctuaries. And so this is, um, again, that's Ezekiel 28, and that starts at 16 down through verse 18. Um, there, there's so much to this, I'm sure, that for the next um, two Wednesdays, 
I'll be teaching specifically about trade. It has a lot to do uh, with deliverance. It has a lot to do with deliverance. And what we know about obedience is that there is an exchange of our ideas, and we are the sanctuary, per the, per the word. We are the ones that uh, go before God. We are what we present to the world. But because of uh, pride, because of humanity and culture and what we've been exposed to, we have a tendency to operate from places of brokenness, from places of unrepented sin, from places of generational sin. So there's a difference, again, between transgressions and iniquities. We, we have to know the difference so that we can, number one, uh, begin to confess our faults. Uh, I, the, the word says, agree with your adversary quickly, lest the bailiff carry you off to jail. That's uh, Daniel. We have to get to a place where we start to acknowledge the things that historically have kept us bound. Um, for, for some people, it's old habits. You know, maybe addiction or alcoholism. It it could be uh, profanity or uh, stinking thinking. It could be depression, anxiety, uh, being excessively fearful. It could be prolonged or exaggerated grief. Uh, it, it can be a number of things. But what we know about the great exchange and the trading floors is when we give God the truth of who we are, the transparent part of who we are, as opposed to the transactional part of who we are, which is normally what we learn how to do in church. We go and we clap when the praise and worship leader says clap. We walk around the offering bucket when it's time to give an offering. Uh, we say amen when the preacher says the word. God is not looking for that. He's looking for people that will be open, honest, and transparent enough to say, listen, God, I'm broken. Uh, I, I'm at the place where I need to know the things that I've just built life on top of. And we do it not intentionally, but I think we do it because it's all we've seen done. A lot of times people ask why uh, I, I will say the things that I say so transparently because people get healed from an exchange. Listen, this is this is my truth. I don't need you to agree with it. I don't need your approval. It's nothing transactional about the transparency that I share. Sometimes I don't want to tell y'all my stuff. It may not sound like it when I release it, but it's an exchange. It's literally an exchange. There are certain things that I don't want to talk about. There are certain things that I don't want to give to y'all to be able to walk away. Girl, did you hear what she said about this, that, and so-and-so? Because I say a lot of stuff, but I, I guarantee you I don't say it uh, to impress you. It's not impressive to me. It's not flattering to me. It's not fun to me. I say it because it's what I'm mantled to do, right? And as a result of it, the culture here. Uh, the culture on Declare Victory has been as such as people have effectively healed because they're able to tell their truth without being judged, without being capsized by our glares and our stares and our clapbacks, because we understand the exchange of transparency for for healing, right? And so I'm not going to go into, I'm, I'm sorry, I had a first point, but I, I think I needed to do the history and the layout before we go in uh, to these additional months because I need y'all to get this. 
If you give God permission to show you you, if you give him permission to, to pull out of you the things that you have hidden in the darkest corridors of your heart, uh, the, the hidden lust, the hidden agendas, the, uh, the hidden objectives, the hidden ideas, the things uh, that you have covered up with uh, fancy church clothes and, and church vernacular. If you give him permission to start to absolve you of the responsibility of the transactional relationships that we create to survive, the survival modes that we get into, if you do this, then God will do that. But we have to be open and honest enough to say, God, I didn't obey you right here. I, I, I didn't I didn't obey you right here. There are moments where Tan and I'll be like, Hey, you think we should go to the courts? You start recognizing certain things in your children or recognizing certain certain things in your heart or recognizing certain things that you know you may have been battling that didn't necessarily come to the surface until now because you're ready. There are certain things that obedience will begin to manifest in your life and the more it manifests. And the more you confess, the more you repent, the more you move into a place of turning from those things, the more you start to see the hand of God on your life. I'm telling you, this is not what I'm, 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 I'm just reading about. This is what I know. This is what I've lived. I've watched God begin to free me, to free my heart and to free my mind because I could acknowledge certain things that I know um, don't go where I have to go. Amen. So that being said, um, I'm, I'm a few minutes over time. This is the time we have set aside for those of you that may have joined the call a little bit late, uh, where you can say good morning. 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 Georgia Decoration, thank you so much. Good morning, Mother. Good morning. Good morning, it's Marcelle. Good morning, Marcelle. Good morning, Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, family. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Was I saying? Uh, yep. Thank you for that wonderful declaration, Dion. Thank you, brother. I love you. Good morning, Amen. Dion. Loni. In the middle. Hi, honey. Hello. I love you. Good to hear you this morning. I love you, too. Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Amazing hey, declaration. Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's <laughs> Monica. Happy birthday. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. Anybody else? Good morning, Good morning. Uh-oh. <laughs> Let the gentleman go first. Who's that? <laughs> Good morning, sis. This is Daryl Belcher. What hey. an awesome declaration. Thank you so much for sharing. Good morning, Bob. <laughs> Good morning. This is who? Say it again. This is Al. Hey, Al. Good morning. 
Amen. Good morning. And I heard a young lady. Who was that? It's Christina. How you doing? Hi, baby girl. Good morning. Hi, Dean. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. It's persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning. This is Georgia. Hey, Georgia. Good morning. Good to hear your sound this morning. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Dion. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Miss B. Thank you. Anybody else before we go into love, life, and victory? Good morning, Declare Victory. God bless you all this morning. Good morning, Brother Jeff. Thank you. God bless you, too. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Thank you for your declaration. Good morning, Sister Sylvia. Anybody else? Amen. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? I know I said a whole bunch, y'all. I'm sorry. I ain't sleep none. (laughs) I took about six little 20-minute naps because I didn't want to oversleep. Anybody, anybody? So, uh, Dion, is is the theme this month um, obedience? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, wonderful, wonderful. I, I missed the call yesterday. Well, I, I've been okay. missing it for a few days, but I, I just didn't know what the theme was. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, uh, I always thought about, and I know obedience is, is better than sacrifice, but, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, 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 I honestly and truly believe that uh, sacrifice leads to obedience. I mean, without no sacrifice, I mean, you, you might, it might be hard to obey. You know what I'm saying? Like, might like be. You... <laughs> uh, no, it ain't. You ain't gonna yeah. do it. Amen. Amen. You know. So I like. Okay, she said. Well, well, give up that 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 two hour Netflix that you're accustomed to. I'm gonna tell you my what mine is. I like Perry Mason at 9 a.m., and I like Perry Mason at 11.30 p.m. You understand? Mm-hmm. Now, okay, that, that's two hours out of 24 that I could be meditating on God's Word. You know, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes I have to fight with this flesh and say, no, mm-hmm. Jeff, we ain't going to do Perry Mason at 9 this morning. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into the Word. No, Jeff, we ain't gonna do perimation at eleven thirty PM. We gonna meditate on his word. What? Yeah. My flesh be fighting me. Yeah. Because he oh, come on. So, you know, yeah. you touched on that. You know, there I, I, I don't stroll two hours on social media because I ain't into that. But there is something that I need to sacrifice and give up. In order for me to grow spiritually, that's Man. what I got out your declaration this morning. You know, Absolutely. I was half sleep, yawning, and 
didn't want to get out the bed and get on my knees. I want to lay on my back and enjoy the collective praise. Like, uh-uh, get up off this bed and get on your knees. Oh, thank you, Father. So yeah. I'm looking forward to these 28 days. It's 26 days left. And, uh, oh, hallelujah, out of the 28. So whatever God has in store for us this month, February. 2022. Oh, my, my, my. God got something for us. So I think I'll start off today and, and make an attempt to push back my plate. Mm. Thank you, Lord <laughs> that's, God. That, that's the beginning, beginning of it. You, you just, you got to start where you are. Right. And so, so maybe for somebody, and this is, this is just a, a precursor. Listen, it's, it's a process. Um, and, and we make active decisions to do what we want to do. Um, y'all ain't with me. I could do whatever I want to do. But because I want to finish strong, right, um, we, we don't know what tomorrow holds with every notification of death at 55 years old. Honey, I'm 50. Listen, we only promised seven score seven, a seven score 10. That's 70 years, Right. So I'm at the second half of my dash, and, and I have responsibilities, right? And it means that I can't just do whatever I want to do, not and declare that I am the woman of God and a sent woman of God at that. I can't uh, go everywhere I want to go. i got to be mindful of my witness. And it's really yes. important that we are responsible for our lives in this season. There, There is always a moment of uh a way of escape, even in situations where you know you out of pocket, right? And it may not be big things. The word says that it is the small foxes that spoil the vine. It's that little sin that's that's keeping you away from that progress. You ask yes. God, Lord, what next? And how come this isn't happening? How come that isn't happening? This is the month that will examine our hearts. I believe God is setting us up for one of the greatest years of our lives. If we would trade with him, exchange our idea for what we think life should be, for what he has already written in the heavens. See, he was obedient unto death. Among, that's where I was going. Period. He was obedient and everything, even in the garden. God, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, the nevertheless was the trade. Not my will, but your will be done. And it's not easy. Everything costs something. It's not transactional. It's relationship. God, I love you enough to obey what your word says. I love you enough to confess. The word says confess your faults one to another, right, that that he may be restored to the faith. It is time for restoration because you cannot heal anybody else from a broken place. I don't, I don't want to be broken in this season. I want to be whole. Amen. Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary? But it just came to my heart that um, the denial, you know, Jesus says, if you're going to be my disciples, you must pick up your cross. So when I heard the part of the sacrifice, it just tied into my heart about denying ourselves. And, um, And I wanted to thank you for the declaration this morning. God bless you. God bless you. Who's speaking? What's your name? This, this is PR. 
Welcome. Welcome to the call. Who invited you? Minister Bernice, I've been on a few um, few times. I'm coming out of COVID, but um, I've been off the line for a minute. But the Lord led me this morning to get up and get on the line uh, with everything that's happening. And it's just a tie to my heart that I was speaking in a different language um, to one of my young people, the very things that you said this morning. You know, it's just, and then I love the 2222. Because um, when we think about the love of God that um, he sacrificed for us, what a month, and how he ties things together in the seasons that we go through in this earthly journey, um, and how God is always showing himself. He says, if you love me, then obey me. And the, um, as you said, it, it's challenging. But I heard a lot that I did to hear and a lot to give me confirmation lot for me to do what I need to do that I'm not doing. So I praise God for you this morning. Hey man, well welcome PR. Glad to hear your sound this morning. Keep coming. That's our, our favorite statement around here. Just keep coming. We appreciate Amen. you. Appreciate Amen. you. Amen. Anybody else? Good morning. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah go go let's let the gentlemen go, ladies. Let's acquiesce. Go ahead, sir. Who's that? Oh, yes, yeah. yeah, I just, I just want to say it just kind of reminded me of that old song that you can't be God giving no matter how hard you try, because the fact is the more we give him, the more he returns, and that's how it's like a it's like a relationship, and when we give up something, he does give us something, and he actually gives us more because of our sacrifice, because of our uh, yearn to love him, you know, um, just like when he sent Jesus to die on the cross, that was a sacrifice. That was the ultimate sacrifice at that. And the whole time on this earth, Jesus stayed humble. He, he stayed obedient and never, never sit, you see. And it, it's possible to grow. It's just we got to let go. Amen. Amen. And, and it's, it's, it's not easy and it's not fun. It's just always worth it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's always worth it. Amen. Anybody, anybody, anybody else? So, it's just me. I was saying, go, go ahead. Go I don't ahead. Else trying to say talk. Who is? Go ahead. Okay, and this is Lisa. Felisa. Uh, good morning. Thank you for your decoration. Um, yeah. So I still have some unforgiveness in my heart and bitterness. And every time I speak about the, I keep saying, but so that's unbelief. I'm asking a question, right? Okay, wait. Somebody needs to mute for us. Go ahead, Sister Lisa. I'm saying when I when I I'm asking you, like I've got to get to the root of this bitterness in my heart and forgive and mainly forgive myself because I keep taking it back in my process. And then also, I'm asking you a question. Um, I keep saying, but, 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 Lord, but, Lord, no, because that's unbelief, right? Hello? Yeah, well, that that's half your battle. Half your battle is, is saying what it is, right? So, in other words, we say, we say give it a name around here. So, when you know you got issues and things that are looming over your head, it is your responsibility 
Um, it, it is it is your job to say, God, this is the area that I'm I'm fighting if it. Uh, with and in and through. This is the location. This is the place. This is the thing that's keeping me from standing in in the seat of uh, the wind, the thing that will move me from glory to glory to glory. And so you, you're doing that. That's half the battle. That's how you do it. Okay. Okay. Thank you. you. So I'm going to keep going through my process. Absolutely. You. And you just keep on, you, you keep on saying, okay, God, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I suck at at relationship. I suck at forgiving. I suck at identifying what the problem is, the real problem. We have a responsibility yes. to to address it and to deal with it. Okay. Thank you Amen. so much. Go ahead, Dee. Bless you, babe. Thank you, Dion, so much. And forgiveness is uh, it's obedience. That's one of the main things that we all need. To, I know me too. I talk about it all the time, but. It's a key to a lot of things in our lives. It's a key to healing. A lot of us are not going to get well if we don't. And it's a it's a it's a process, and everybody processes things differently. Dion, thank you so much because just this past weekend, as I was sitting in my brother-in-law's four-hour service, I'm going and just listening to some of the different things. I'm sitting there, and you touched on it when you talked about like religious religious people and church stuff and sayings and. I started itching, and I'm not being funny, not trying to make it funny, but I'm just grateful that I know what I know, and I know how to study for myself, and I know that there's more to it. And, and the word that I can't shake is mundane. It's like it's so much mundane stuff. It's so much um, ritual stuff, and it's so much just um, just doing. Like just people are just doing. It's almost like walking dead. You know what I mean? You're getting all this information, but what are you really doing with it? Like you know what I mean? All this study, 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 study. But are we really applying it? Are we really reading the Bible for real, for real, and really understanding it? You know, and I hear people say, hey, ain't nobody going to church. Ain't nobody... Go to church to do what if you're not really applying, if you're not really learning, if that makes sense. If you're not, it's like wisdom and knowledge and just everything you said this morning, all I can keep saying in this last couple of weeks, the Lord has really been pulling me in different ways. My sleep's changing. I'm kind of, I'm not turning into myself, but I kind of am going into an isolation, but it's a necessary one because there's a pruning away because he's really trying to get me to really hear him and understand what all this stuff that I have gone through is for. So it's no fronting because no matter what people show up, I don't care about no social media. I don't care about these platforms. I don't care how many people, you know, got all these different classes, circles, whatever it is. But until you really get real for real and strip away all that stuff, you're going to still stay in that place. So I'm grateful how you're breaking down obedience for this month, this 28 days of February, so we can really get real and stop running because it doesn't matter how we show up to other people because at the end, God knows all of it. And yesterday, I think you said it too, we can't, like, you, you can't do my stuff. You know what I mean? You can be alongside with me and help me and guide me to some things, but this is my walk, my journey. I'm accountable for everything I have to do for my purpose and what God has um, created me to do. So I thank you this morning. And it's just February, like you said, nobody should be the same. We should grow daily, but it's just like you said, it's so much to that word, so much. So I just want to thank you for that. And please tell baby girl, happy birthday. I cannot believe she's seven. I'm blown away. That's a trick. 
That's all I got. That's that's the whole trip. But my little baby is seven. Good morning, mm-hmm. it's Krishanda. Mm-hmm. Hey, Krishanda. I enjoyed your declaration, and uh, just what uh, Dee Dee just said, it's like the great pandemic wake up. Yeah. Going into church and seeing the same old thing, and bless God that it wasn't people's, or I shouldn't say people, our intention, even mine, going to church, but knowing after a while that something is just not enough. It's not like the Holy Spirit is not on the word or something. That some, it's just not enough. And the pandemic is the great wake up that we are uh, whew, pushed towards him because what we were getting wasn't, wasn't the real food. And now it's, now is the time. So thank you for your word. Uh, thank you for encouraging us to go deeper, um, to have that relationship so that we can hear as individuals what that's the the Lord on our lives so he can show us and he can heal us some generational things I've been yeah. reading and the whole begots, begots, begots. I used to skip over that. Oh, God. But now I understand. We got all these begots in us. So we mm. need to get healed from, get delivered from. But if you don't read about them or know about them, you wouldn't really understand. So bless you. Bless you, bless Amen. you, love you. That's good stuff. Love you too, babe. Good morning, Dion. Good morning. I'm sitting over here trying to mind my own business and be quiet. I haven't been on the call in a while. God, for what he is yet doing. And that one word that Didi just spoke, mundane, we can't afford in this hour to do the mundane. Because God is calling his people to a higher realm into the deepest of the blue waters. Because in that deep blue water, you don't need your natural eye. Because you can't see down in there anyway. So in that, all I want to say to the people of God, walk in as much obedience in this hour that you know how. When God tell you to move and do something, do it quickly. Hallelujah, I'm going on mute. Glory to God. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a do with it quickly type of a an hour um, so that we can for real experience the fullness of joy that he's been trying to get in our hands for a really, really long time. It is absolutely that season. And I, I, I don't know about y'all, but everything that he has for me, I want it. Come on. Amen. Whatever it costs, I'll pay it. Amen. However I got to do it, I'll do that. And it may not be comfortable and it may not be fun and it may not be popular. But at the end of the day, I have a responsibility to my great-great-grandchildren to break off some of the things that that cause those glass ceilings. Uh, I don't want no glass ceilings in this era. I don't want no no more of that. Not on my watch. You got to die, whatever it is. Die, die, die. Man, anybody else? Good morning. Good morning. (laughs) She's in the bathroom, y'all. Actually, I work at home on Wednesday, so I'll be able to talk, right? 
like I'm working. I am working. My computer is on, and I'm signed in, so I am at work. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. I love you. I like you. I thank God for I you. I like you too, girl. <laughs> Listen, um, I was able to preach on Sunday, and um, if anybody would, go take a look at it at Glory Worship Center. Um and and I saw you um, reply to Monicia that you was preaching too. God is up to something. I, I, what yes, my message was about, listen, was about um, love being the motivator, right? Everything that we do has to be done from a position of love. Even in God so loved the world that he gave, then love now becomes a demonstration of what we really say we believe and what we do, right? So if we know that God is love, then we can not as is that word just being it, but his nature, his character, his essence is love. So now he tells us in John, First John, that we got to love one another. And then he commands us to over in Matthew. It's not an option. So if we're talking about obedience, we got to begin with love. And then over back in Corinthians, it talks about, you know how we have all these gifts and all that great stuff. And Paul said, if you don't have love, he is nothing. Without all the great, wonderful acts that we can do and the prophesying and the preaching and the teaching and laying hands on the sick and people getting healed. Listen, we're talking about getting healed on our own self and our own inner man. But if we doing all that stuff and our motivation is not love, first love of God and then love of our neighbor as ourselves, then Basically, we become a sounding brass and a tingling cymbal. We're talking loud, saying nothing, and everything that's going on around us becomes distraction and noise. That's what a talking brass, tingling cymbal. Noise that just distracts us from the real motivation, which is love, because now we know love covers the multitude of faults. It's easier to forgive when we walk in agape and conditional love because love keeps no record of wrong. I think we just miss the essence of the word when we just read and just can say it and not really appropriate it into what it means for us to live it out and walk it out. Yeah. So if then, conditional clauses, that's what they're called. If you do this, I will do this. He told us if we would humble ourselves, resist that devil, then he's got to flee. And a lot of us not humbling ourselves before God. We're not resisting that enemy. We're saying stuff, but we don't know what we're saying. That's why I love how you talk about being strategic and going before the threshing floor. We don't even realize that we've come into agreement and alignment with that enemy and his word by the words we said. The word says we're ensnared by the words out of our mouths. We set up some stuff and made it okay and don't even know it. Yeah. So we got to get on the floor and and close that door and understand that, listen, people are talking about 80% of of the the population going to get corona. Uh -uh. Every time I hear something negative that's thrown out there in the atmosphere concerning me, my life, my family, whatever, I come back with the word to counteract it. We let some stuff just get out there and hover. Who's the prince of the power of the air? So he takes that stuff. He runs with it. No wonder why it was so off. And as far as the church goes, listen, we criticize the church, and I do it myself because I get it. I understand. But the same thing happened in the Old Testament with the children of Israel. At some point, God said, your burnt offerings, your fasting, your sacrifices, I'm sick of it. It stinks. It stinks Hmm. in my nostrils. Hmm. They did the very same thing, just a different time, a different way. 
right? He's saying the very same thing to us. And for those that can hear, that have an ear to hear, it's for us individually to get it right and then show those that are sitting next to us in the pews what it looks like to have a relationship with Daddy. Yeah, with mm-hmm. Abba. Come on now. There, there's somebody who has their phone off mute. Can you mute for us, please? You're making a whole bunch of noise over there building the house and some more <laughs> stuff. You're wearing us out. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for uh, your words of wisdom and encouragement, Lisa. <clears throat> they are always poignant and relevant and relative to the topic. Um, a lot of times I think we get so consumed uh, with our objectives and agendas that we forget that there is a necessary sacrifice. There are certain things in our lives that absolutely need to be burned up, that need to be dismantled, that need to be disassembled in an effort to get to the promises of God that are always yes and amen. And the question you have to ask yourself is how bad do you want it? Hmm. All right. I want it and I want it now. It's my life, and I want all of it now. You know what? Another thing, Dion, that yes, sometimes we got to go back and revisit that. I recently, prior to you talking about obedience, didn't know what the theme was, had to go back before God because there's some things I just said I didn't want to do just because, I don't know, I didn't feel like it might have been some fear. I was saying because you equipped me and because you called me into some things and you gifted me and given me some abilities and some things, if you've given it to me, God, I'll use it for your glory. My yes is yes again. Some of us need mm-hmm. to go back and say yes again. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that's again. good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes, yep. one more time, Dad. No, My bad. Yeah, yeah right? I, was I, I, I ran. I did whatever. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's real. And it happens. It's not intentional, but it does happen. Mm -hmm. Amen. Anybody else have anything? Thank you for that, Lee. Anybody else? Anybody else? Yes, this is Leonia again. I just want to. I really want to thank you for your decoration this morning, but I do want to apologize with all that noise. I had my phone in my pocket, and I didn't realize it was off mute. I am so sorry, everybody. You're fine. No no worries. You're fine. You have to. Thank you. She blamed that devil and came out and told on herself. She didn't have to. Uh-huh. Tell me it was me. All mm-hmm. right, Lisa. <laughs> Love that. Oh. <laughs> okay. Hey, man, anybody else have anything this morning? Hey, Dion, I just wanted to say hello. I love you and hope your day goes amazing. Oh, thank you. Love you, too. I appreciate you. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Amen. Well, God be praised, y'all. Oh, go, go ahead. Good morning. This is me. Hey, um, me. I want <laughs> <laughs> I just had to tell this my grandbaby, um, um, Jay, that she's 10, and she told her mom, she said, I want my grandmama to take me to school. 
I don't get to listen to the prayer line. <laughs> Do you know Amen. that they've been listening to the Jada been listening to the prayer line her whole little since, life? Her whole life, she did it. She said, "I want my grandmama to <laughs> listen to the prayer line." It, you, you never know. You never know who, who's watching and who's listening. And you know, they're like little sponges. So I, when you say your um your niece is going, was she gonna be seven? Mm-hmm. I remember when you were just saying that she was on the way, you mm-hmm. know. And when I look at them and and the, the little one on um, at your at your table eating, they just so calm and just so cute, you know, just sitting there enjoying themselves, watching TV. And and those little ones, they're watching us and they're listening. You know, and I too want to. I want my grandkids and my great grands to benefit from the decisions I've made, because I know I was a hot, <laughs> hot, hot mess. Woo. I had no ah, fear of doing. Yeah. I had no fear of doing anything. I did everything, like everything. Like when you were telling that story yesterday, that was me cutting up. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever you wanted, I got it. Didn't have no fear. And I thank God for William Coleman, you know, PFBC, and listening to his messages and just, just, you know, studying for myself over the years and saying, you know, I have a responsibility, you know. Um, and then I'm the oldest of seven. So I have to, I, I always want to set an example for my, um, for the living brother, well, the living sisters that I have because I've lost all the brothers. But even when they were alive, I wanted to be an example. I wanted to, you know, to, 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 to for them to watch me do good so they can do good. And and so I thank God for, for his grace and his mercy over my life and all the bad decisions that I made, you know, because I really made some decisions that could have cost me a lifetime in prison, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm here, I'm alive, I'm well, you know, and, and, and so my daughter and my grandbabies are watching. And so I thank God for blessing me, and I, and I thank God for this message because this message, this obedience, you can't get this nowhere else. You know, this is some good personal information that we're getting, and I think we're all blessed to be listening to this, and especially with your transparent, um, you know, experiences. People don't share that kind of stuff. You know, they want to tell the good part, but you tell everything, and that's what I'm grateful for, for your transparency. <laughs> don't, you, don't you tell it all. Girl, that makes me want to hang myself. <laughs> but that's good because your your life and your, and your experiences help us. I always say that. You can't do this line without, you know, things that you've gone through and been through and the healing of your son and all that stuff. You can, you're helping us. You know, and that's why I stay here. That's why I always say I'm a lifer on this call because you have helped me in ways you don't, you just don't know. And not just me, my look at my grandbaby. She wanted to be on the prayer line. Listen, she wanted to be on the prayer line. That's when you're doing something when the when the little children want to get on the call. Come on, babies. That's look, what with, I'm saying. With, so, mm-hmm. so thank you, thank you, prayer line. Amen. Amen. God be praised. Amen. Anybody else? Hey, D. Hey, D. My nephew just texted me, my brothers. Uh, (laughs) It's curable. It's treatable, what I share with you guys. So prayers are working, y'all. We got to pray for each other. There's so much going on. 
but I'm trusting God. My my big brother is diagnosed with cancer, but we're trusting God. Hallelujah. 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 I had to get that out. So I'm just thankful. Thankful, thankful, thankful. Amen. And we believe in right with you. We exchange our fear for faith. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Kyle and my mom's birthday is today. They both share birthday with your niece. Oh, happy birthday, Mom. That's awesome. Amen. So, y'all, with that being said, it's about 20 minutes to the hour. Um, You even got action at exchanging this little 20 minutes of time to really just sit before the Father and, and begin to ask. Listen, I say all the time, Sometimes we don't get the right answers because we don't ask the right questions. Um, I pray that even as these declarations grow in strength um, and you are positioned uh, to really get before the Father and ask him the right questions so that you will start to see your life being loosed in areas that it was once found, that great exchange. I pray that as we continue in these next 26 days, that something happened down on the inside of you that won't settle for a mediocre, mundane, transactional relationship with the Father, but that your relationship be solidified, that it be revived, refreshed, and renewed in such a way that you become impactful that every room you enter, you legislate in, that every atmosphere you are shot into, that you would begin to not only see the power of God operating in your life, but the impact of the power of God in your life be impactful to others. I pray that you would begin to supernaturally be in position to honor God with everything that your life consists of so that you can finish strong, so that your relationship is no longer transactional, but relational in such a way that things in and around you begin to transition and change and become excessively impactful, excessively uh, um not just impactful, but that you would be an atmosphere shifter and changer because of the level of freedom that you are able to walk in as a result of obeying what it is that God is calling you to so that he can carry you through. I'm excited. Um, I'm excited about futures. I'm excited about the books that will be born. I'm excited about all the different things that uh, God has placed down on the inside of you being made manifest in this earth realm in your lifetime, and that future generations will be stronger because you obey God. Future generations uh, will be freer because you conquer things that your great-great-grandmother didn't conquer because she wasn't ready to just obey God. She, she didn't have the tools. And sometimes it's not because you don't want to. Sometimes it's because you don't know how to. And so I pray that God would surround us all with people who live their faith out loud in such a way that sanctification would be our portion and that we would be delivered from the infirmities of our stinking thinking. 
so that we will begin to operate in the fullness of joy that God promised us all. Amen. Amen. That being said, I pray that you go and you grow in love, that you would be the Jesus that somebody needs to see and that life would begin to blow your mind as a direct result of your even confessing your faults, even that repentance that's necessary to take us to the next level. I pray uh, that you would start to see him in his fullness. In Jesus' name, amen, and God, we bless you. Have a great day, guys. I'll hear you in the morning. Love you guys. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a good day, everyone. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have a great day. Have We love you too, girlfriend. Yeah. to get this thing right. This is this we're not in this earth realm just to do as we well please. It's not about that. And so we I was sharing with Charlene, I heard a powerful word and every day that I've been sharing, I've been getting confirmation from the devotions that's been read after I share or or I direct something to somebody and then they're reading and has without me even knowledge and knowing it is confirming everything that I'm saying, and I got I got up this morning to get on prayer, and got on the wrong prayer line. Was reading my Bible, and what I'm saying to you, in short, is that when I'm not in my Bible and I'm not reading my Word and I'm not listening to the Word and all the stuff that they were saying on the tele, I mean, on the phone call today, um, one guy was saying that you know I love prayer mason at nine in the morning, I love prayer mason at nine at night, and that's two hours. So when we think about the eight hours or 24 hours a day that we are um, living, that God has given us his air to breathe, and out of those 24 hours, what are we really manifesting in our life through the word of God? What are we, what kind of time are we spending? And I know that um, I keep my television on personally 
when I'm looking at television is the word, period. And if we know that we are spiritual beings having an earthly experience and we're getting more of the earth and we're getting the spiritual, then we're not, we're out of alignment. We can't operate that way. So I'm saying all that to say that when I'm not in my word and listening to my word and quoting the word over mama and having mama repeat the word and having myself repeat the word, I don't have any peace. I get anxious too. And the reality is that everybody else is saying to me, well, I want you to be close to me because people are fearing that I'm not going to make it. Or if mama, if, if, uh, if mama passes, um, then I'm going to, I'm going to fall immediately behind her because I'm not strengthening myself in the word. And, and I can't really do the physical exercises that I was doing. I tried that yesterday, but hopefully by next week, um, I can be stronger while I can do just a little bit, but I don't do a lot of sitting, you know, I don't do a lot of laying, I don't put a lot of junk in my body, and all of these things, you know, you know say that again, you don't put a lot of junk in your body, yeah, I don't put a lot of junk in my body, but when I'm around people who eat a bunch of junk, it's not easy, it's not hard for me to fall, roll over into that. Freshly seed vegetables, you know, non-processed food, these chips, these cookies, these, these, um, the fast food stuff. All of the stuff is depleting on us physically, mentally, and emotionally. I made a bowl. I made a, uh, I've been trying to, like I say, eat healthy. I made a, another pot of beans down here. That's good, honey. When you leave the house this tomorrow, Please don't need that kitchen just totally crazy for Charlie and then to have to come back to. It's not, it's not crazy. Okay, great. Just do, just do your best. So um, I am going to um, agree with the prayers that you have been prayed. As soon as anxiety starts and all the stuff starts filling in my mind, I need. I know that. I'm not feeling as good as I could be feeling because I'm not, I'm sleeping more than I'm, I'm not sleeping more than I'm up. And I need a good eight to 10 hours of sleep every day. So I went to bed last night around six or seven. Around six or seven. Some of my sleep was broken, sure enough, for different reasons. But when I, when I kept telling mom and I kept, kept telling Felicia, I need to lay down. It was that same feeling that I had before I had to go to the hospital. And I said, I don't, I, you're not listening to me. I need to lay down. I don't feel well. And um, I laid down and, um, uh, you know, eventually I was able to get some solid sleep and not be interrupted. Especially after Quisha leaves, 
is that mama has these rice dividers, room dividers, lightweight room dividers. And um, I can petition her off, um, you know, primarily while we're sleeping um, because the television, you know, I don't know how it's set, but it comes off and on, but it comes, but it comes, goes off and on on Christian steps. So it doesn't bother me, but sometimes mama wants to watch the television and listen to the television, which is extremely loud. So, so what I do, yeah, so what I do is, what I'm thinking about doing is buying some earplugs, but lately the room has has been quiet, you know, and because my body feeling the way that it's feeling, um, once I go to sleep, you know, I can tune the television down, but um, out. But sometimes I do have to turn it down for me to able to, for me to be able to go to sleep. It is reminding Yeah, in the um, in the light itself, you know, the Blu-ray light is not good for us either. So it's a lot to have to ask God to give us wisdom. But um, there's parts of the Bible that um, are very, very rarely touched upon that needs to be touched upon because there's an exchange, you know. And, um, but anyway, I know what I heard. I know that I heard the voice of God tell me to do what I need for me to do what I needed to do this morning. I was obedient to that. And because I was obedient to that, I heard what I needed to hear, what God wanted me to hear. And um, I'm very grateful. So it's time for me to transition. I've been talking about getting these. Um, uh, I'm having Quisha and Charlie do morning, noon, and night today. I don't have anybody coming in. Today is Wednesday. I don't have any help coming in today. And um, it's just the basic things, you know. Um, it's a 24-hour schedule with mom because when she's resting, you're doing things like washing clothes and folding clothes. You're doing things like this, you're doing things like that. And it's not just about picking and choosing um what shift or what you gotta do. Um and so um I'm doing my best to help Christian Chardé. I'm doing things that um I can do so that they don't have to do it. And but ultimately speaking, I need to be sleeping. Yeah, because they just seem like they're late. You know, the person your mom, it's like they almost are ready to get up and they do it. They don't wait to lay down. They do it. Yeah, well, it's just, you know, I, I felt I felt that, but like I told Quisha, you know, she wasn't feeling well yesterday because her cycle started. But um, I was telling Quisha, you know, um, you know. I needed her to do something yesterday, but she made it clear to me that, you know, she needed a break. So I had to take Chardé. We had to go back to the hospital and get the, the, the doctor's excuse because I couldn't get it on my phone. And that gave me the time that I needed to spend with Chardé on a one-on-one as well. So we drove to, I drove to um, the hospital in Roseville with Chardé to go back to Building C that we went into. And um, for her to get what she needed to get to take back to her job for work. And then her and Quisha went to go get uh, mom something to eat for dinner, which I'm going to give mom fish and grits this morning. And um, get her, once I get her breakfast out of the way, I'm like, I have to block everybody out. And I got to get these bills paid. I got to, I'm messing up mom's credit. And it's not a good thing. Because I have to pay her bills. 
and then Deborah wants to talk to me, or Edna wants to talk to me, and and um, um, Janet wants to talk to me, and I, I have to sit to tell them for the last time, I'm not feeling well, I can't talk. I'm not feeling well, I cannot talk. You know, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's almost like uh, your mother, sister, or Deborah coming out of here, they're coming out at our weakest point, and they're, they'll come out uh, with that takeover spirit, and it's... It, Deborah uh, can't even... Deborah can barely walk herself. Mentally, emotionally, she might try to do that, but physically, you know, I, it's like, I don't need another body, and I don't need another body in a way. Right. And, and then... And asshole, uh, but they do uh, need to see mom. They, but they do need to see mom. I'm very concerned. I'm, I'm praying... I'm very grateful for each day that I have with mom. Um, I pray that mom makes it to her ba- her birthday. I really do pray that she makes it to her birthday. Um, mother's going to have to start speaking the word. Mother's going to have to start doing things to, to get her brain. Did you notice her eyes, her, uh, her left eye being... Uh... Hello, is this the call? What? Hello, is this the
Forgive me. 